0: Hey everyone, it's John. You're listening to the Code Blue and Gold podcast and this is Tuning Out. Today I'll be reviewing the album for Emma Forever Ago by Bon Iver. Let's get right into it. So basically, to start off, this album for Emma Forever Ago um, was recorded in about 2006 and 2007 in a log cabin in Wisconsin by Justin Vernon, who is the lead singer-songwriter of the band, Bon Iver. Uh, it's best described as around indie folk and kind of like very melanch- melancholic. Um, he The story behind it also was that he was very, very frustrated with life and his songwriting. He just got diagnosed with liver disease and mononucleosis. He was just extremely, extremely frustrated in life, life and wanted to go and just get away and isolate himself and be alone for a long time. So this is where he wrote and recorded forever, forever ago. He produced it. He's first self released it. um, But then he got the attention of a record label and then they released it in about 2008. Um, Yeah. So this is personally one of my favorite albums of all time. Um, It's best described, like I said, as like around indie folk, but it's also extreme in acoustic, mainly an ambient, but it's also extremely, Melancholic. This is about a heartbreak uh, mainly and just experimenting, or not experimenting, but just different sad feelings and experiences. Let's get right into it. First track is titled Flume. Basically, this song is very, it has a very deep and introspective meaning behind it. It basically talks about just being, just simply, like, just simplicity. Basically, that's how I could describe it simplicity. Uh, It's about being a single human person, fragile, or who's fragile, um, who's vulnerable, who's you know small, who's finite. All the all this kind, all these emotion, or all these, I guess, descriptions of just simplicity and fragileness. So yeah, this is the first track titled Flume. So that's Flume. Um, I love that song so much. It's so, it's, it's, all, it's very comforting, kind of, I guess. It's very comforting sounding. And it also can kind of be somewhat relatable, I guess. Also, because of, especially for me, because I try and look at life um, to be so, like, to try and live life as simple as you can. Um, yeah. So that is the first track, Flume. The second track is titled Lump Sum. Uh, basically, this song is describing um, a breakup. To, kind of like two kinds, two breakups. Uh, a breakup that he and his ex-girlfriend had and basically that his band had because a band that he was previously in, they broke up. Um, and yeah, that's that's basically what it is. One thing that you'll find a lot of for this uh, record is that there's a lot of just sim- simple meanings behind the songs. And I think that's what makes it great because you don't have to dive deep. You don't have to dive deep into what the meaning is. This is love some. Oh. It's very simple sounding just from the art, very beautiful sounding just by the intro. God, I love that song. It's a really good song. Next track is titled Skinny Love. This is the most popular track from the album, without a doubt. Basically, the term skinny love um, has two separate meanings, basically. It could refer to a situation where two people love each other but are way too shy to admit it. Uh, But it can also refer to an existing relationship in which there's really... No love, um, but only a co- but codependent need for I guess affirmation is the best way I could is the best word I could use um to describe what the codependent need is. Um and in this case, the codependent for uh, need for affirmation is what this song is about. It's about a failed relationship and the regrets that step from it. But this is arguably the most popular track from the album. It currently has let's see how many it has it currently has five hundred ninety one million thirty eight thousand forty one streams on Spotify. So with that um yeah that basically describes how popular it is. This is skinny love. So one thing that you'll definitely notice a lot in this album is that it's all acoustic guitar driven or mo- mostly acoustic guitar, uh, guitar driven. I love that song. It's I'm, I'm glad that's the most popular song. That's not my favorite from this album, but I'm glad that there is a popular song from this album. I love it so, so, so much. And I'm glad that everyone, you know, every, everybody knows, not everybody knows this song, but people um, from around this kind of time know that song. But yeah, or from before. I should say not from this time, but from the time that that album came out. It it was kind of so. From, bon Bear was kind of underground for a little bit um, during late two thousands or early two thousand tens. So people who enjoyed underground really enjoyed Bon Bear. Next track is titled "The Wolves" in parentheses Act One and Two. Um, this track is talking about. A breakup, a regret for a breakup, and isolation from it. Basically, that that's it. That's that's what it is. A lot of these records are, or a lot of these songs on this are about a breakup. That's it's Just to put it plain and simple, this is a breakup record. Um, so it's going to be like breakup, 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 breakup. breakup. Um, but I love this song a lot. This is the Wolves Act One and Two. So one thing on this album is that you'll definitely see um, is obviously a lot of acoustic guitar, obviously a lot of acoustic instruments, but another thing is a lot of falsetto and a lot of incredible sounding harmonies. That is something that you'll see definitely a lot of with it. Um, Yeah, so I love that song so much. It's so peaceful sounding. Uh, That is The Wolves Act 1 and 2. And the next track is titled Blindsided. Um one thing that I think that's very interesting about this song is like instrumental wise um is that um I guess, I'm trying to think of the best way that you could describe it. you'll hear it like I'm just saying like audio wise like instrumentally wise when you're playing uh, playing the song on like guitar is that it's a repeated repeated um tap of the lowest string, the bass string, and that kind of gives it a rhythm, and I really like that. So funny story for this song Um, The main singer Justin Basically said That this song Is About him trying to break into a building In downtown New Claire which is his hometown, Which I think is really funny Um, Yeah I guess But it also It it also is kind of a refreshing thing Because it's not as serious as a song As like Skinny Love Where he's like come on skinny love just last year you know Um, so this is a little bit of a refreshment but yeah this is blindsided yeah it's kind of a um it's he has a way of making of making a song about like genuinely anything but making it sound not the same but like very similar to all the other songs that he's sang. so it's not like you know it's not completely a way they're not all completely different sounding from each other just because they're about different things if that makes sense um, I love that song so much. It's I love all these songs. I keep saying, I love this song, I love this song, but I really love all these songs a lot. The next song is titled Creature Fear. Um, hmm. This one is kind of difficult to, I guess, get a meaning of, kind of, I, I would say. But the, I love this song, like, a lot. So basically, okay, I came up with a way to kind of describe it. Creature Fear is sort of about, because I'm remembering the lyrics to it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, And I remember reading something earlier uh, before I came on here just so I knew a little bit of what it was about. Because um, one thing about Bon Iver is that he makes very introspective lyrics and very poetic lyrics, so kind of it's hard to be like, hmm, what does that mean? What, is, what does this mean? What, is, what does that represent? What does that symbolize? Basically it kind of symbolizes um, possibility of where our lives are able to lead um, or where we could go um, and kind of fearing that you may not know where you're going to go is that's the best way that I just, descri- I can describe it. He, he and that's a very relatable feeling, especially as somebody who's about to go into you know college and, and all this stuff and about to begin my life. It's kind of like, Oh my God, I don't know where I'm going to go. <laughs> this is creature fear. I love this album so much. I genuinely do. It's so beautiful sounding. There's not one part even in this where it's just like, oh my God, you know, this isn't good or this is confusing or, or whatever. I just love it genuinely so much. All right, the next track is genuinely, I can't talk about because it it's an instrumental. Uh, it's titled Team and basically all it is is just like a connection between Creature Fear and Frema. So I'll play you a little bit of it. There's not really much to talk about because it is an instrumental. Yeah, that's all it is. It's just an instrumental. Um, It's a very beautiful sounding instrumental, though. Think about that. This album was so beautiful that even the instrumental, even a song that's just connecting one to another with no lyrics to it, it's just beautiful. I think that's just insane. Man. All right. So basically, this next song is titled For Emma. We're basically this <laughs> excuse me so this song is kind of this is the title track basically cuz the song is for Emma and the other one is for Emma Forever Go and the lyric for Emma Forever Go is in the uh the song and basically this is just also again about a breakup and you know trying to find Trying to find home, I guess. I'm trying to find closure and comfort after a breakup. Uh, This is for Emma. Oh, my God, that's probably my favorite one from this album. Um, one thing that I really like about this so, uh, song, specifically lyric-wise, is there's a line that says, go find another lover to bring, uh, to string along. Basically, he's like interrupting himself. And I really like that. Also, I love the line, um, with all your lies are still very lovable. I really like that line, too. Alrighty, and that brings us to the final track in this beautiful 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 sounding album. It's titled RE Stacks. R E Stacks. So basically the RE stands for regarding, you know, you know how people in emails they do RE about uh, colon. Uh, reg- meaning regarding. So this is kind of like regarding stacks, um, And he basically says that this song is about potential loss and, you know, making, you know, you know how you like make up with somebody after you mess something up. That's basically kind of what the song is about, you know, saying, you know, I messed it up and our love is gone and, you know, frozen in time and in the past, but I still want to, you know, have something I still want to, you know, I still want to make up. But this is honestly probably the most soothing, calming sounding song in history. I love it so much. This is the final track on bony Vare's debut album for Emma forever ago, R.E. Stacks. <laughs>
1: My Day is cool. Yeah,
0: isn't it just beautiful? This whole album is beautiful. I love it so much. That's indie folk is one of my favorite genres of all time, just because it's so soothing and so calming, and the lyrics are usually incredible, and the subject matter is also usually so. Uh, Deep and introspective, and I just love this album so much. And I really hope that I've introduced a new album or a new artist or just a new whole entire, maybe a new genre, maybe a type of music that you never thought of listening to. I hope that I introduced you to something new, and I really think that you guys should go give this album a listen one more time. This is for Emma Forever Go by Boney Vare. and I hope that you guys have an amazing day. This was the Code Blue and Gold podcast, and this was Tuning Out. See y'all next time. Bye.